Hello everybody and thank you for joining me for a new episode of The Daily Optimist. Today is Thursday, it's going to be my final day for this week. I appreciate you listening this week. I will of course be back next week. But today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I don't have one news story that I'm going to talk to you about. I'm going to just kind of talk to you. I'm going to say a couple things that have been happening running wild but there's one thing i really want to talk about and i'm going to do that instead of uh really diving into some news stories today so this may not be a regular occurrence it may change up i'm pretty much going to stick with telling you about stories but from time to time i like to um just talk and let you know where i'm coming from and some things that are going on in in my mind so with that said i appreciate you all being here there's a lot going on in this world wherever you are i hope that you are making it through somehow positively hope you're finding support that you need Uh, your friends and family are close enough to be reached and if not physically you can still reach out to them And I hope you're finding ways to occupy your days and finding positive things to have in each day. Alright, once again, I appreciate you always for listening. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning, and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. So today, like I said, I'm not really going to break into my uh, two news stories that I usually talk about. Um, What I want to do today is just say, coronavirus is still a thing, okay? Protests are still a thing. Um, Weather, climate change is still a thing. Um, Civil unrest in other countries is still a thing. Um, you know, whether it's in China where the Uyghurs are being, um, kind of put into camps, if you will, to the camps here in the U S with the ice detention camps. And, and, uh, supposedly now they may not have witnesses to be able to testify, um, as the department of Homeland security investigates, um, in China, the, the, taking away of teaching Mongolian, in Belarus the unrest, in Greece the unrest, in uh, so many other nations there's unrest and fighting, Um, there are fires burning in Brazil again, there are fires in Greece, there are fires in uh, the USA, there are also the new hurricanes in the USA that just are hitting the south again. Um, there's, there's a lot of troubling things happening, okay? And that's a constant. And, you know, I do my best to try to find other things for us to look at and, uh, appreciate in during our days. And I'm going to continue that. I'm going to continue to give you a step of the day and a positive quote. But sometimes I want to just stop 
for a moment and talk to you about something that is important to me and hopefully it's important to you okay so what i really want to talk about is during this time of social justice and civil unrest in in america specifically as we are continuing the black lives matter movement you know and i I read that report uh about 93 percent of the protests have been peaceful i constantly see people calling the black lives matter protesters terrorists i constantly see um people saying terrible things about all black lives matter saying it's a democrat run organization that's fueled by george soros and uh, they're just terrorists and they don't actually care about black people because there's black on black crime and all of this and then you know there's some some protests that actually become violent um but i won't even call those protests i'm going to call those riots there are absolutely riots okay that has happened i'm not here to say that that hasn't happened um and then you have people who will reference martin luther king when talking about the riots and how he always was non-violent but he also said a riot is the language of the unheard okay and now we see that people are not feeling heard so they resort to that kind of violence some are just anarchists and they just want to commit violent acts i'm not going to pretend that doesn't happen but here's here is an interesting thing a lot of these same people protest masks okay they protest uh against the restrictions of wearing covid masks i mean even the attorney general william barr in uh, the u.s said that these civil liberties are the worst since slavery okay these these masks and these businesses that have to be have been closed and does he need a reminder what slavery really was because these people are not having their true rights taken from them and being owned by anybody they are just being asked to wear masks so that they can protect other people so to even have them in the same sentence uh kind of blows my mind so back to the martin luther king thing so a lot of the people that talk about protesters being violent use martin luther king as their example and say he never acted this way but i remind you that when martin luther king was at his peak he was supported about 32 percent by white americans which means the majority of americans didn't support him and as a matter of fact he was murdered for his peaceful protests there's also been a report coming out recently about how a lot of younger generations don't know much about the holocaust and that six million jews were murdered and i don't know if they truly have anything in in common or if it's just the time we live in where it is becoming increasingly difficult to um, have understanding in these things because uh, we have a constant cycle of misinformation 
But I really want to say to you today is I found this earlier today and I a friend of mine yesterday shared something with me about a lady who was looking at the protesters today and then looking at civil rights protesters a white lady with her with her daughters and her son and they looked at the civil rights ones and said um you know, they were looking and there was a, a white person in marching with Martin Luther King. And uh, the younger daughter asked, Mommy, would we be out there marching too? Because look, there's somebody who looks like us. And the mother, of course, said, without hesitation, she said, yes, we would be. But the older daughter said, well, no, we wouldn't be. Because we're not marching today. Why would we be marching back then? And the mother had to stop. And she realized that that statement is 100% correct she's not doing anything today why would she be doing something then and she goes on to talk about how now she realizes and then understands what she has to do and how she has to help make change as well and it was a moment of realization for her but I personally posted something about it today because I've had many people who want to talk about Martin Luther King peaceful and all this so I found something today that said if you've ever wondered what you would do during slavery the Holocaust or the civil rights movement you're doing it right now no I didn't I didn't go away I'm giving you a moment to think about that if you've ever wondered what you'd do during slavery, the Holocaust, or a civil rights movement, you're doing it right now. So you, people can talk about how they support MLK now, they don't support slavery, they don't support Nazis, but they're silent today, or they ignore it. Well, that's equal to acceptance then, isn't it? Because what are you really doing to show your support? Because what are you doing right now? Just something for all of us to think about. Something for all of us to think about. Alright, I will be back in just a moment with your positive news for the day. All right, my positive news for the day. All right, so I myself am a New England Patriots fan. Feel how you want about them. That's who I root for for football. And I am not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan at all. Feel how you want about that. But the reason I say that is because I am a fan of people who, no matter what, do positive things in their community and um, who do random acts of kindness. And that brings me to my first positive story. It comes from Juju Smith. I butchered that name. Juju Smith Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is a wide receiver. 
He had two touchdown passes in his in their defeat of the Giants just this past Sunday um, or Monday night. Yeah, they played on Monday night, I think. Um, but the point is, maybe it was Sunday night they played. Whatever, whenever they played this week, doesn't even matter. The point is, before the game, he was caught on camera giving a a man who's sitting on a bucket possibly no money, no job. I don't know that part of the story, but he was seen talking to this man, seen going into Chipotle after talking to this man, coming out, giving this man Chipotle, and then just walking away. That's it. That's it. He just saw somebody who needed some food, something. He bought it, gave it to him, and went about his business. That was it. There was no, no, nobody there to praise him for his, his work. There's, there was no shoe deal to be signed. There was nothing, no NFL cameras or any of that. Just him doing something nice for somebody who looked like they were in need. All right, the person who caught it on camera uh, said that this was not staged. She just happened to see. She knew who he was and caught it on camera. And he has uh, done this before, if you will. Last year, he went on a shopping spree for toys for children in need. He attended a high school prom with a fan who needed a date. So this is not an isolated incident. He has a track record of doing these random acts of kindness. So, keep your eyes open. You never know when he's got another random act of kindness around. All right, my second positive news story comes from um, extinct animals, or on the verge of extinct, no longer being on the verge, and there are at least 48 animal extinctions that have been prevented. All right. So since 1993, 48 mammal and bird species have been uh, basically saved from extinction by conservation acts. And this is a study that just came out. And there could have been um, extinctions for avians and mammals could have been reaching 300 to 400% higher, if not for the work of these uh, organizations. None, not one in particular, but uh, all of them overall and this is not just isolated to the u.s this is a worldwide effort to help um so there's you know in mongolia in spain uh there have been reintroductions of animals so what they did was they um the researchers from newcastle university they used four different uh ways to measure the acts of conservation and compared the number of species listed as extinct in the wild or critically in danger um, to a flat number of known extinctions across two periods, from 1993 to 2020, and then a smaller sample from 2010 to 2020. And what they found was between 93 and 2020, extinction rates would have been 3.1 to 4.2 times higher for birds, representing about 21 to 32 different birds and 2.4 to 4.2 times higher for mammals, about 7 to 16 mammal species that might have been included in the critically endangered uh, 
um, lists. Uh, so they were able to rescue large birds. Um, of all the rescued species, the largest number of birds saved was in New Zealand, and then with a six, and then Brazil with five. And the largest number of mammals was in China with five, and Vietnam and the U.S. with three each. Um, so birds benefited. Well, they broke down in, in what helped to, to save these species. Birds benefited from species. Uh, control and habitat protection invasive species control rather and habitat protection while mammals were saved more from government legislating and zoo reintroduction programs and uh, as i stated there had been a, a treaty um the u.n convention on biological diversity and uh, the aichi conservation targets uh which was uh, adopted by uh, into the CBD in 2010. So the CBD was originally signed in uh, 1993, or that was when the convention had signed it in uh, Rio in 1993, and it's been working hard. And then in 2010, that's where they got the other set from 2010 to 2020. Um, so they've been able to um, really help these efforts. So that is a wonderful idea. Um, and wonderful conclusion so far. Let's hope it continues in that way. All right, those are the positive news stories for the day. I will be back shortly with your positive step for the day. positive step of the daytime. So this one is going to go right along with what I said yesterday. And since it's a, you know, weekend coming up, uh, I leave you to this to start it over the weekend. So yesterday I had mentioned the whole thing about coming up with your idea of how you want to change things, whether it's something personal, professional, community-based, whatever that idea is for you. But you know what? Now is the time for you to fully hatch it out and maybe see if you can start your idea. Okay? Maybe take a step forward with your idea. Okay? It can be scary. It can be rather um, unnerving. Something in the unknown. But that's okay. That's okay. It's alright to take a risk. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. Maybe you have to go back to the drawing board and rethink it, but that's okay too. Take the chance. Think about it. You've you've thought about this for a while now. This is something you've wanted to do. You've written it down. You've made it possibly uh, one step closer by writing it down. Now maybe take a step in accomplishing it. You know, it could start with a phone call to somebody. I don't know what your goal is, but it could start with a phone call to somebody. It could start with maybe cooking a meal I don't know I don't know what your goal is this is all individual for you but take a take a step in the correct direction to make your idea come into existence okay you got this I know you do all right I'll be back in a moment with your positive quote for the day
Positive quote time. All right, so the positive quote today comes from none other than Stephen King. You know him, the author. Stephen King uh, produced, producer as well. Um, most famous for his novels. All right, his quote goes like this. You can, you should, and if you are brave enough to start, you will. I'm going to read that again. You can, you should, and if you're brave enough to start, you will. So just goes hand in hand with what I was saying for your step of the day. If you're brave enough to start it, you will. Okay? You can, you should, and if you're brave enough to start, you will. I think I think this weekend is a great weekend to put your ideas forward and get them going into fruition. If not now, when? All right, everybody, thank you very much for making it through another episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. I hope that you enjoy your weekend. I hope that it treats you well, and I hope that you find some bravery to start your idea. As always, please rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that uh, other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share so that you can help bring some positivity and optimism into somebody else's day. If you want to reach out to me, tell me where I'm wrong, tell me where I'm right, share some news with me, positive, negative, whatever you'd like, you can find me on Facebook. I am at The Daily Optimist. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Daily Optpod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. You can also email me. I am The Daily Optimist at Yahoo.com. The Daily Optimist at Yahoo.com. Thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate you again. Until next time, everybody, please be well. <laughs>